You're listening to Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. How a lapsed gamer returned to the hobby after 30 years. And what happened to him on the way. Welcome to episode one of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. My name is Andy Goodman. I am a lapsed gamer of 30 years, but in the last few years, I've returned to the hobby. I have regained my passion. I have rediscovered the childish things which I thought I had put away. Um, This podcast is really my musings about why I was so passionate about role-playing games, about Dungeons & Dragons in particular, why I stopped, and why I came back. Um, Why is it called Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks? Well, I live somewhere um, called the Grizzly Peaks. Sounds impossible, yes, but it's true. Um, I have yet to see a grizzly bear. I assume there are none here. There may have been once, um, but there probably aren't any more. I think they were all eaten by um, the Spanish conquistadors about 400 years ago. Nevertheless, that's where I live. Um, As you can probably tell, I'm not American. I'm not Californian. I have no business living up here on the top of a hill. Um, in in California, but here I am, nonetheless. When um, when I first discovered Dungeons and Dragons in 1979, I believe my memory is failing me, of course. Um, but nevertheless, I estimate it was 1979 because um, the blue basic homes set that I had contained Into the Unknown. And having done some very thorough research, um, it appears that the Into the Unknown module stopped being released with the basic set by the sixth printing, which is sometime around 1980. Now, this is not entire watertight proof. It may well be that the hobby and model shop in Harrow, which is where I bought my Dungeons & Dragons equipment from, um, contained stock from several years before, but I'm pretty sure this was the case. The fact that my closest friend at the time had the set with Keep on the Borderlands, as I used to think it was called, as opposed to The Keep on the Borderlands, and more about that later, um, tells me that they probably did get the stock in as and when it arrived in the United States. And as my 
excited little fingers tore away at the cellophane wrap, cellophane wrapping. Um, they had something about them, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did. Anyway, the boxes, I think, came in cellophane wrapping. They certainly do now. And as I tore off the cellophane, opened up the box and poured over every word, syllable and punctuation mark in those mysterious, enticing and transporting books, I came upon an advert, an advert for something called Gen Con. Gen Con, Convention for Gamers. The thing is this, I, I, I thought, how could this even be? I didn't know any gamers. I, I had my best friend, my brother got roped into it, but that was about it. And yet here there was some kind of gathering of hundreds or maybe even thousands of people in a place called Lake Geneva, WI, USA. And in fact, when I looked at the back of the book, there it was. TSR Hobbies and the Wizard holding up a wand. I'll be casting Fireball for about two. And next to him, printed in Lake Geneva, WI, USA. And this was it. This was where these magical books were made. I didn't know anything about the hobby at the time. I didn't know anything about TSR, Gary Gygax, Frank Harnison. God, no. I didn't know anything about Frank Harnison, who did back then. Certainly not a 10-year-old schoolboy in North London. And yet, this place, this, these names, these books, these writers, they stayed in my head. And when it came time to put, put these books away, because I did, of course, other things intruded into my life, I never really thought I'd ever look at them again. And then 30 years passed, and like so many of us coming back to the game, I grasped it again with both hands and probably threw myself into it even more passionately than I ever had as a child, which is very strange, really. I must muse on that a bit, maybe later. And then earlier this year, in March, I finally made that expedition. I finally made it to Lake Geneva. Not for GenCon, of course, but for GaryCon. A sort of nostalgic echo of what those early Lake Geneva conventions must have been like. And, well, I won't tell you what it was like. I won't do that now, but maybe later, maybe another day. But here I am, back in the hobby. I've made my expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. I found new friends of all ages, genders, orientations, flavours, 
races. And um, I found it a miraculous thing. I found it's unlocked something in me that I thought had been put away. And maybe would never come out again. It's reinvigorated my creativity, my desire to create, to make things, to to make my ideas flesh, to make them concrete. And there's a kind of saying, I suppose, everything that I've achieved, I owe to Dungeons and Dragons. And it's hyperbole, of course, and it's a gross exaggeration, but there's some kernel of truth in there. Everything that I am now was formed in those years, between the ages of 10 and 15, I guess. And um, it's due to this amazing thing, this amazing hobby. And of course, it's gone way beyond D&D now for me and for many other people. Everything about it is positive, is generative, is in some ways a wonderful touchstone to the past and a reminder that no matter how many new things come into this world, sometimes the old things are even more important. Into the unknown, Frank Arneson. Good God, there goes my old school credentials. We all know it's in search of the tomb of the unknown and J. Eric Arneson. <laughs>